Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. My children, welcome to the hearth, the fire. We're gonna walk through it, rock around it, about it, all the sports, all the time. The playmakers. This is what we do, Adrian. Indeed, this we might even we create some fire. My goodness, you are already bringing it. I, I, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> Because it was just like sometimes you just hear the line and it, it it's clean. There's no uh, stumbling in the delivery, and then there's no stumbling in terms of the writing and, and its brilliance. And both of those criteria were checked off, right? And there. that's why we that's why we do what we do. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're still mending. I, I can tell by both of our voice. I think you're a little bit more laborious at, at this point than I am. But uh, a Tuesday edition of the Playmakers underway, and we have quite the show for everyone. We're going to be talking about your Golden Knights as they are poised to take on the Winnipeg Jets here in just a couple of hours. Actually, Adrian, I'm kind of feeling today might be a day, like a good day. Good. Uh, this is what we I need it. You Eventually, can tell by my voice. like things have to rectify themselves, right? Eventually, even a, a, a blind squirrel finds a nut, to quote the late great, but no longer here, Paul Ihander. And I, I think the Golden Knights are more than due, like way overdue, like forty dollar surcharge <laughs> yeah. overdue. It's been a while. But the Winnipeg Jets are are a vulnerable team, a team that uh, we're not like super familiar with but certainly one that we've butt heads with and it's a really important day I think to to start changing your destiny as I always say destiny is something that you arrive at so it's an action fate is something that happens to you this team has to be done letting things happen to it and yeah so, they cannot be the uh, Los Angeles Lakers of the NHL right now no they cannot no they cannot and uh, we actually talk a, quite a bit about the old, not Lakers, but similar game, different uh, arenas with Joe O. We are going to have him in our second hour to discuss the NCAA tournaments. Uh, I'm going to let everybody in on a little secret. We are not the most diehard of college basketball analysts <gasps> here. And so if you're looking for the hard-hitting 16-1 to seed, the overs, the unders, the you know who we are. Yeah, that, that we're not Jay Jay Billis. We are here. here to entertain, and let me tell you, we we got Joe to crack up a few times today with just uh, some of the questions. I was asking about the brackets, but it really has nothing to do with 
anything anybody else is talking those were the best questions that needed to be asked thank you somebody had to somebody had to uh somebody has to be the front row of the press conference and ask the hard-hitting questions and i did so today without eye contact through the phone soldier boy style with joe o so full-blown integrity on display uh because adrian i believe you're um playlist right for the odyssey exclusive music stations that's getting published at the end of the week and yes the underground is going live on friday from what i've been told yes and so it's called the underground yes hip-hop's underground now that's now that is a uh, title i like that and i like it so much that this whole week we're gonna be talking uh, at least one music segment per show and we're gonna be talking about the life is beautiful lineup that was released earlier today almost gave you a heart attack I, guys, I had to run around the building. I'm, I'm going to save that for, for later in the hour because that's when we're going to get to that. There's so much going down in NFL free agency right now, and we're not just going to tell you all of the updates. We're going to kind of keep score, but like from a bird's eye view because there's some talent going in and out, but I'm not going to tell you what the depth chart on so-and-so's secondary is, but I can tell you if there's a more talent going in one division than another, and so we're going to do a little bit more of a bird's eye view scorekeeping with all that's going down in the NFL. But first and foremost, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. The 60 points. The 60 points from who? Who do you think? Mrs. Clear, I don't... Call me Cat. Okay, Cat. Call me Kitty Cat. <laughs> okay, Kitty Cat. What did we tell you, people? What did we tell you about the cat? But Carl Anthony freaking town. Stop being people. nice. Lindsay, stop being nice. This we, was not we. This was what did Lindsay tell you? No, I need to stop like singular singularizing myself with that stuff, even when I am right. But I was right in this instance. You were right about about him taking a step. And it just seems you can only show your most recent work of art, right? And Carl Anthony Towns turned in an absolute gem of a performance last night. A franchise record, which be honest, there's, uh, they're not the highest of bars when we're talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, but 60, 60 damn 60. points. 60 that, 60. That, ain't, that ain't on accident. That you ain't can't on order accident. a 60-piece from McDonald's. And the thing about Carl Anthony Towns is that it's not even like 60 points. It's not even like the – or how I was talking about yesterday, like dunks. It, it takes a lot for me to be impressed. Carl Anthony Towns isn't your run-of-the-mill athlete. He isn't your run-of-the-mill ball player. This is a guy who is a massive human being who can shoot the damn ball. Better than most. Better than, I mean, the Minnesota Timberwolves Twitter account said itself, best shooting big man ever. Now, I don't know about that. But as I said a few weeks ago, when Carl Anthony Towns was able to win that three-point contest in the All-Star game, arbitrary award, arbitrary contest. But for somebody like Carl, who has had to claw his way to legitimization, I felt like that completely arbitrary thing kind of set him free a little bit. And as I'm reading this article uh, in The Athletic, published today by John Krasinski, who covers the Minnesota Terminals, huge fan of John back home. And he's the guy who is, you know, in lockstep with everything the Wolves have been. He's been covering this team for years. He's seen all of the different regime changes, not just during Carl's tenure, but even before that. But in some of the quotes that I was reading from his press conference last night and how celebrated he was with his teammates, not just after the fact, but like during the game, not just starting last night, but like throughout as this season has unfolded. 
And this is why, like, Trista Crick is saying on our show in past weeks, including last week's episode, or at least with her appearance, that it's not just about the excitement this year. There's something building in Minnesota, and that is saying something. We never get that in this organization. And what I really think it chalks up to is the legitimization, and more importantly, the Hall of Fame teammate that I think Anthony Edwards is already well on his way to being. And granted, he's taking a lot of cues and examples from other people in that locker room that we've discussed at length. Patrick Beverly, we're talking about D'Angelo Russell, we're talking about veterans that have been in this league before that are helping usher Anthony Edwards, who is a personality and a talent package all into one. He understands that, I think, it is his team, but for this team to, to reach its potential, or at least continue to build on top of it, it needs to be Carl Anthony Towns in the driver's seat, and you need to give him encouragement. The Jimmy Butler experiment was a massive failure years ago, but it wasn't just a massive failure in terms of, well, they lose Zach Levine, they lose the respect probably of a lot of people in the league, you lose Tibbs, that whole kind of thing unravels. But we forget that Carl Anthony Towns signed that max extension a couple days before Jimmy basically came out and said, I want to be traded. And how he wasn't given kind of any sort of like pat on the back. You're given millions of dollars and all that other stuff. But there wasn't ever this kind of like, good for Carl. Carl, we're happy for you. Carl, this is your this is your moment. This is your time. We want to celebrate you. And how that had to, that has to stick in your craw and how, how negative of a view that uh, or just kind of cloud that has to put over everything that even in a positive thing for you personally that it a lot of people were looking at it like wait a minute and too it, soon too fast and we're not saying like well carl needs to have attention for doing for doing things right but this is a guy that's been pretty much taken out back by the talking heads of the nba by by casual basketball fans being soft not being a leader not wanting to uh reach that next echelon not being a serious professional and we all know what Carl Anthony Towns has had to endure the last couple of years with the loss of his mother, with the loss of so many different mem- members of his family. I believe he tweeted earlier today that two, that two years ago today was the day that his mother and his dad both were checked into the hospital. His dad left. His mother never did. Um, but I just, what a special moment for him and to see him emerge. But again, I, I don't think we get this without having the environment perfectly suited for once for him. And that that's why I, I think a lot of this article by, by John Krasinski is about is tailoring to your star isn't just like surrounding them with people that make them happy. It's people that make them successful and that are happy for them when they find success. Like we are so hyper competitive and why wouldn't we be this is the world of sports and there's alphas and there's whatever. But seeing Anthony Edwards doing the water bottle shower in the post game interview and like all of that and just be, yeah cat yeah cat we I'm it was telling cool. you it was it, also cool the sideline reporter was like hey you realize you scored 32 points in in a quarter and he was like 32 damn damn yeah, yeah. no that was classic and even better that it matches his uh his number as well but I, I just think that there are so many talented people in this world that never really get to realize their full potential simply because the people around them don't want to create that opportunity for them. And and it's a give and take for everyone. Like everybody has their different moments. But ultimately you have to be open 
to them and you have to be willing to go just as above and beyond for other people that for this person, for this person, for this person, because you would want that same thing, that same extra mileage gone for you by your teammates. And I think we get a lot of that energy, a lot of that positivity from Anthony Edwards. No, it was it was it was beautiful to see, like obviously sixty points, seventeen rebounds. Uh, the only other centers in the history of the game to get sixty points and at least fifteen rebounds are Shaquille O'Neal, Wilt Chamberlain, and George Mikan. So that's incredible, just an incredible cast of people to be associated with. Mm-hmm. Your T Wolves are nine and two after the All Star break. That's the best record. Fire. Yeah, that's the best record um, out of anybody in the league. But to me, a stat that was a little bit more impressive. This T-Wolves and Spurs game, they combined for 288 points. Your guy Malik Beasley played for 19 minutes. Yeah. He didn't record a single rebound, assist, steal, block, or point. But he was running. Honestly. (laughs) Shout out to Tony Snell. That was the craziest thing. <laughs> for the what athletic do you say that you do here exactly. <laughs> Stat Muse was like they put Stat a picture. Muse. They do. They put a picture of Cat and uh, Malik Beasley, and they're like, "Yo, these guys combined for sixty points." Yeah, and you love to see it. Um, well, and then and even in that they said in that article too, or Carl said in the post game availability because Carl's not a, a shooting guard. Carl's not a point guard. The team has to make a concerted effort to get this for him to create the the in-game environment for him to take those shots because most of our offenses aren't usually geared to go towards one person let alone his particular position and so that's where it's like it truly is a team effort and when you have these moments where apparently they went in the the huddle with like a couple minutes left and coach finch is looking at everybody and Carl looks at him and says like what do you want to do Finch is like F it go get 60 and like let's do it who cares like an arbitrary thing an arbitrary record it'll get some bonuses I mean it, it matters which is cool because first off at the end of the third quarter he had 56 yeah which tied his franchise record because he yeah. had the franchise record already for points which is 56 overall exactly and for him to say nah go get your 60 yeah um, and luckily it was a close game too so it wasn't like something like he you know, it, it wasn't it's like Kobe's final game where they just yeah. like funnel. He needed the ball. to be in the game too, so so for them yeah. to put that in there, like that's awesome to see. And also, like looking around the league these past like a week, week and a half, LeBron going for fifty six, Cat going for sixty, Jason uh, Jason Tatum going Take for over fifty. Uh, Trey Young scored like ninety three points the past two games. We have seen a lot of explosive scoring in the NBA, so you love to see it. And I'm so. Lindsay, I mean this seriously. I'm happy for y'all. Thank you. You guys are making a push. You guys are getting out of the play-in. Outside of the play-in. I think I told you. We talked about this, like, before show. I mean, there's still games left, so let's let's not. Yeah, yeah, it's just one game. But this, we're talking about something that hasn't happened for your team and your city since, like, 2003, 2004. Shout out to Sam Cassell. So, uh, shout out to you. We had that almost basically sweep against Houston a couple years ago, but yes. Nah, honestly. So, nah, I'm happy for you guys. And also, it was like a... It was a it was the the night of the big men in the NBA because you mm-hmm. had Cat do his thing um, and score sixty. You had uh, Nikola Jokic and Embiid going after each other. Yeah, who won that uh, game? Sixers Nuggets. The Nuggets pulled away. So um, the Nuggets like building now because like three weeks ago or a month ago, I was like Pfft, Nuggets. Well, it's just are that out. They didn't. I mean, rightfully so. That when's Jamal was, Murray coming back? He should be coming back here in the next two weeks, possibly. Is that re-implementation uh, process going to be way rougher than we probably think? I think so, too. And Michael Porter Jr. as well. And Michael Porter Jr., I'm more scared because he has a history of back problems. And just having a back problem 
in in and of itself is yeah. scary for me. But at the same point, there's been multiple times this season where the record has been identical of last year with three all pro players or all NBA players, and this year Jokic, uh, twenty two thirteen and eight, and beat at thirty four nine and four. Jokic has some plays where, like, bro, he's built, and I say this with all due, due respect because I think it's awesome. He's built like a loaf of bread, and he was running the court like Magic Johnson. Some of the passes were absolutely absurd. In the fourth quarter, uh, Joel Embiid basically tackled him, and uh, Jokic, like, put up a, a shot, a hook shot behind the net, running out of bounds, and one. He made it. It was crazy. Philly, look, Philly. I know you guys are excited about Harden. No, don't. We don't need to talk to Philly. You guys do not have a bench. You guys have no bench at all. You traded your depth for James Harden the start of the fourth quarter. Philly was well in control of this entire game. The Nuggets went on a 22-9 run that was that was headlined and led by their bench. Overall in the game, the Denver Reserve scored 48 points. Philly's bench only scored 14. The defense was shaky. Transition defense was terrible. Once again, and we talked about this last Thursday, where they guarded KD at the top of the key and brought a double team. Lindsay, if you're seven feet tall, presumably you can see throughout the entire court, right? Yeah. So please don't double team him in the middle of the court where Jokic can see everything. And then Jokic passes it to the open guy and moves. And DeAndre Jordan is looking at him like, yo, you cheated. You're not allowed to move after you pass the ball. So they got a lot of a lot of problems that I have no faith in Doc Rivers um, fixing. And whether and James Harden almost had a triple double. Joel scored over 30. Like, those dudes are going to get their points. The, ma- the matter of the fact is, I don't think that's going to be enough. And they have a lot of awkward rotations and people on the floor that are taking up space. Um, yeah, like this Philly uh, fan line in my Carl Anthony Towns segment. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, good. exactly. But, um, that's, but that's Joel Embiid, too. Like, there's there's always, like, these things that get in your way, right? And and there's, there's things that get in your way in-game, be that you're kind of – matchup aka you have your your Embiid battle versus Jokic versus like you have the Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns beef that kind of always inhibits Carl's mindset like things are always around and that's why I'm almost surprised like you said we're seeing a lot of explosive offense we're seeing some outbursts in a interesting time of the year and people are getting in, in desperate positions and so maybe we're just seeing a little bit more hero ball being played but regardless if like you said if you don't have the depth if you're playing hero ball, not what if they go down? What if it's back injury Porter Jr. guy? What if it's uh, I, I I got a I got a bum ankle? Like you're you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. And so it's it's a it's a special time in the in the league. I think as we go down the stretch and approach the playoffs, the play in games, because we're seeing some teams that we usually wouldn't, or at least teams that are showing signs of different levels of growth. And also just injury, people are returning finally. This was the first time yesterday, over a thousand days since uh, Draymond, Clay, and Steph were on a the court. Thousand it was days. a thousand and five days. Uh, back when the Sixers wow. loved Ben Simmons, uh, Paul George and Russell Westbrook were on the Thunder, and oh, Zion Spanky's Williamson. Still the GM? Yep, and Zion Williamson was still playing for Duke. Um, Jeez. Yeah, Curry had forty-seven points. Draymond was plus twenty-four. Um, the net rating overall for Clay um, and them three was ridiculous. It doubled the highest in the league. Granted, it was only about 11 minutes. Who's more important to their team in terms of getting back in the lineup and finding their best ball, Kyrie to the Nets or Draymond Green to the Warriors? That's a hell of a question. Thank you. Um, That is a super, 
That is a tough I'm gonna question. I'm going to write that one down for Trista um, tomorrow. For, for me, before I forget it. I, the thing is, is that I don't think even with Draymond, the Warriors match up good with the Suns. So I see the Nets as a team that can win in the NBA championship. So I'm going to go with Kyrie. Um, mm. Just because I, I've seen... Who did I say? Kyrie and... Kyrie and Draymond. Draymond. Um, and both... Well, Draymond's actually returned. Um, and then Kyrie. Obviously, Kyrie's dealing with the situation. But to me, it's Kyrie. Just just the gamer and the ability to have one of the best players of all time. No disrespect to Draymond. Draymond Green he's, is he's one of the there. best teammates of all time. But Kyrie is Irving's arguably, one of the best players of yeah, all time. Yeah, and arguably. That, that, two different skill sets. Two different uh, just cloud layers and i think we saw last week when it's an important game like Kyrie's one of those dudes that he's with it when the lights are brightest um but yeah no teams are returning uh players are returning the teams and Mm -hmm. right in time because we're getting to the thick of it and look at your wolves into the thick of it into the thick of it we go and we need to start parsing through some of these nfl free agency landing spots because there's too many moving chairs and adrian and i will begin to sort through that particular hat on the other side of the break love for the bet the playmakers It's been quite the busy week in the NFL. Last week we had that, you know, gambling story and Oh, that happened? That happened, and then Russell Wilson was traded, and other people have been traded, and then somebody came back from their couch, even though he's been live tweeting everything he's done from his couch. And we are here. And it's time to do some calculus, or at least some uh drawing of lines in the sand, because there are so many moving parts that the powers that be have shifted. And so instead of looking at, like, each individual team, where do they go on the depth chart when they lose this person? How are they going to replace this? Well, we know that certain talents have already changed, and so in order to counterbalance or at least give themselves a fighting chance, their oppositions are adding talent in other places. And so let's just try to keep track of these points and whether or not divisions are getting better or just kind of clusters of teams. Feel what I'm saying? I think so. Okay. Uh, I think I got some notes. Excellent. Uh, we're going to carry on, and we're going to start here in our division here for the Las Vegas Raiders in the AFC West. Um, first and foremost, I'm just going to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. If you're a Raiders fan and you like Derek Carr, the news that Kirk Cousins signed a one-year extension for $37 million, and you realize that Derek Carr is signed at $19 million non-guaranteed in his final year, is not good news. No. Because the money is going to Derek Carr's pockets. How do you um how do you feel like this is gonna affect Derek Carr and uh him getting paid? I think this affects him greatly. And it's not necessarily like the, the Kirk Cousins signing in terms of that that longer term deal because I think he's gonna be it's looking for that next big chunk. But what it does is that it technically takes Kirk Cousins off of the market, which I don't understand why the Vikings <laughs> want to do that. Like, I, I when that news came down over the weekend, I'm just like, okay, so we're just basically doing the same thing. And there is something to be said about familiarity. There's a lot of change at the front office level, at the at the coaching position. Like, everything in Minnesota literally has changed over the past, like, couple of months. But when everybody else is, you know – checking out different people and seeing if we're going to leave our keys, you know, all in the same bowl and have a great time at the party. 
uh, they're like, no, I want to go home and uh, take everything with me. And so I, I think it it loosens Derek Carr more because simply he he hasn't been nearly as spoken for. Right. Yeah, I mean, we've no, heard that, that we want to go. We want to go, Derek. We want to do, but not enough to the point where they want to put pen to paper and extend him. And also, I think that a lot of people would view after this playoff appearance and what the Raiders went through. I think people have Derek Carr above Kirk Cousins. So if he's getting that type of money, um, he's, right. he's certainly going to need to get it. Other than that, in terms of the Raiders, uh, look, they signed two cornerbacks, an offensive lineman. Anybody? A, any names a, that we should write home about? None. These were all oh, okay. depth signings. Uh, unfortunately. Obviously, the Raiders are looking for wide receivers. Uh, if you didn't know, the Jaguars were the kid at the mall who was given a million dollars and said, go and play and buy whatever. Uh, we lost Zay Jones. He agreed to a three-year, $24 million deal um, with oh, the Raiders. With the Jaguars, excuse yeah. me. Um, and according to Sports Track, although it's been very quiet, um, the Raiders have around $30 million in cap space, but... As we continue on with these rest of these teams, a lot of depth in terms of wide receivers and cornerbacks and secondary options are dwindling. So they're going to have to do something fast, or maybe that or guy on Reddit. the draft. That's their plan. Yeah, or I mean, maybe the Reddit guy was right, and Devonte Adams is going to happen any minute now. Well, even if it is, if, even if Devonte Adams is coming down, he's only one man. Yeah, exactly. Like Zay Jones was never like option A for their receivers, but he was certainly a reliable set of hands that they look to in certain moments yeah he was definitely impressive um let's move on to the Kansas City Chiefs they uh, needed someone to replace Tyron Matthew they got Justin Reed uh, why are they letting him walk I I, that's the other thing they they said I read I think yesterday saying or that they were comfortable letting him go or that they thought that they had the right I'm just like he's the emotional leader for better for worse he's what makes that entire defense go and at least have a little bit more gas in the tank especially like when you get caught out there on long drives and you're huffing and you're puffing and you're not getting those water bottle breaks as often as you would like. Yeah, apparently, according to a couple of the people that cover him for Yahoo Sports and The Athletic, I guess Tyron Matthews' money that he was going to get was going to be too much. And he's only 29. That's the other thing, too. He's almost he's yeah. probably beholden to his overall, and not inflated because it's false, but inflated because he's one of those... I got born at the right time of the year, and I came out at the right time of the year, so I've been able to maximize my value. And he's and, a name, and he's exactly, flashy. and and he's a and he's a champion. And Justin Reed, twenty five years old, um, has a lot of upside. Uh, was really good for the Texans, so they get him for a little bit less money than they would have for Tyron Matthew. But he is on the free agent market, maybe coming to the Raiders. Uh, but the Chiefs also lost. That would be a huge signing if they could get him. They would really, they could really use him. Yeah, and for for a multitude of reasons, obviously that's a division rival. Um, the Chiefs also lost, and I'm going to mess up his first name. I apologize to him. Traverius Ward, um, who's probably one of the fastest guys on their defense. He started 43 games for the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Um, He signed with the 49ers. So, Raiders fans, you're not the only one dealing with some secondary problems. There's a little bit of uh, of departure from the AFC West a little bit here. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, We can't forget that the Chiefs retained their fullback, Michael Burton. Fullbacks are still alive in this league. Um, oh, hell yeah. They're, Minnesota makes sure of the fact and the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Uh, let's move on to the Broncos. Uh, obviously, they got some guy who's married to Sierra last week. Um, but these past couple of days, they shirt up that defense. Uh, they signed DJ Jones, a D-tackle. Um, they traded Shelby Harris in that Russell Wilson deal. So this is a good pickup. Um, they well, they also, poached from the Cowboys today. Yes. So, yeah, this was the bigger deal, who apparently the Cowboys had already posted on social media, like, yo, we – 
officially re-signed Randy Gregory. Um, but no, he signed a five-year, $70 million deal uh, for defensive end, pass rusher extraordinaire, Randy Gregory. So uh, does Randy Gregory going up there, that means Von Miller's not going back, right? Yeah, this definitely, I mean, unless Which, he signs I, I mean, for like, like no money. Uh, the 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 chance of Vaughn going back was always something mentioned even when they just right away when they traded him to LA because there's such strong ties back to that community and there's obviously cap space but things have changed in the sense of Vaughn Miller is obviously still a force to be reckoned with in this league and is a, a main piece of any championship contending type of team but he's not this springest of chickens either yeah and and sometimes it's just about making sure you have a date for the dance more than just for this year for next year too. It's like a futures pick. So I'm going to, I'm going to value a younger person at this position and sign them up for more of a longer term rather than circle back. And we'll just let Vaughn continue on with his new chapter. The surprising thing is Randy Gregory. And I didn't even know that you could be suspended three times, <laughs> um, but he's in band. He's been suspended in band three times uh, for drug related offensive Offenses, and as I say, drug-related offenses. Are we talking like weed? Are we talking Um, like performance-enhancing? I was like, well, Josh Gordon's been given a lot. Um, These bans happen throughout the 2017 to 2019 seasons. So obviously, there's been a couple years of him. So we're thinking probably more performance-enhancing of the of that nature, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's it's definitely a risk, which is surprising with at least with Vaughn. Although there might be a decline, and like you said, his age, well, and he's gonna, consistency. And his price changed from la, you know, from winning that championship too, and at the same time, he might want to run it back in L.A. or maybe he's chasing another big dollar amount too. Yeah, and let's move on to the Chargers. Oh, these Chargers had too much money. Um, obviously, they traded for Khalil Mack last week. Um, they signed on Monday J.C. Jackson. Uh, this is a dude. I brought up his name a lot last week for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 interceptions over his last four years, more than any player in the league. Last year, he had eight. Our secondary alone for the Raiders only had seven the entire season. Uh, he signed a five-year, $82.5 million oh, contract. Oh, my God. $40 mil guaranteed. Well, they already have money. their line locked up in front of Herbie, so there's not nearly as much heavy lifting when it comes to that or where you need big chunks of, of money to be able to fortify that area. And they um and then on their defensive line, uh, they signed Sebastian Joseph Day, who was with the Rams. Um obviously their their run defense needed to be improved. Of yep. course they gave out that third and four uh that let the Raiders beat them at the end of the season. Um so far this year if we're keeping track, Mike Williams, fourteen million dollar extension. Khalil Mack, seventeen and a half million dollar extension. A wide receiver was re signed for a mill Dustin Hopkins resigned for two mil. Uh, uh, this ja- this deal with J.C. Jackson another eight mil. So that sixty mil that they had, um, they're down to two point five million dollars. Yeah, but they still have the draft to go. They can still make trades, and more importantly, they have Justin Herbert, the line, and weapons. Like they're a scary team for me right now. That's building. They're probably, man. I honestly, they're my favorite right now in that division. I'm not afraid to say that Kansas City isn't my favorite right now. You so are we? This is definitely like I mean the expectation has to be Super Bowl, right? No, I, no, I'm not ready to say that in terms of like with their with their young coach, with their young quarterback and stuff. But you're expected to do things like it's not out of the realm of possibility. If Joe Burrow can do what he did last year, you should be able to do stuff. And I'm, I'm not going to fault him if they don't. 
but there needs to be a step in the progression. So More that means that overall. means making the playoffs for me. You need to make the playoffs for the Chargers if you're if, in my book. Yeah, it, it's weird to see the Chargers make these Super Bowl type moves. Um, and speaking of spending, since we focused on one of the teams that spent more, uh, let's go to Jacksonville, shall we? Mm. And let's not talk about Urban Meyer. Thank God. Um, so they signed Brandon uh, Sheriff. Uh, I'm pretty sure his name's not Sheriff. Excuse my pronunciation. 30 years old, five time Pro Bowler, uh, considered one of the best guards in the NFL. We don't know the exact numbers. Um, obviously, he got paid. Uh, but this is a dude that's missed 22 starts over the past four seasons. Yikes. I guess, Lindsay, when you're in Jacksonville, you kind of got to overpay for your stars, right? Well, I, yeah, I guess. If you're trying to fortify that line and make sure that they don't go somewhere else. But it does make me nervous with that injury history, especially with just like a big guy that you're making that big of a commitment to that liability in a way. Yeah, 100%. So we'll see when he plays. Obviously, he's been awesome. Um, and then the deal that probably is the most criticized so far, free agency, uh, leaving the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. He said, screw Kyler's baseball career. Uh, Christian Kirk signed a four-year, $84 million deal, making him one of the NFL's highest-paid receivers. Yeah, but he's how many down on the list when he was in Arizona? No, no he was he was like one of the best – uh, slot receivers, like yeah, so one he, of the best gem so wide you're receivers. Really good in a pinch, and you're apparently you're going to be used more than a pinch going forward. We'll see if that rate of success stays the same. He literally has never had a thousand. That's what I mean. It's like you're you're banking on someone to to you're banking on the trajectory to continue, even though you're changing everything about what has enabled the trajectory to start. I, I really want to look into after the show, like what type of finesse, who, who's gotten more money for doing less in terms of like their career in professional sports? Because 84 mil for a dude that hasn't got a thousand rushing yards, that's nuts. Hey, that, but that's not, uh, that pales in comparison to like what Sam Bradford's raked in. Ah, uh, no, there, that's true. There we go. It's all about the theory of relativity. And uh, in terms of comparison of, of lineups when it comes to music festivals, next year's, a.k.a. this year's Life of Beautiful, it's up there for me. We discuss all of the bangers that you'll be hearing this September. Love for the bet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect this greatness, this energy today, but man, is it welcomed. Whoa. It's intense. Like, this is how the album starts. Like, this is the first track. (laughs) Just put this in your mind because life is beautiful. September 16th to 18th. I've been to it two straight years or at least as many years as I've been allowed to go since moving here. And I've seen some great artists, Adrian. I've seen some of my favorites. I've even seen some people that I didn't realize I was going to like as much. That's but always the best. When it comes to my artists, like my people, only a couple have graced the stage since I've been able to attend. But this, this fall, this fall, Adrian, that's going to change. Because we have arguably... The most impressive lineup I've seen, or at least the most potent for my personal music tastes. And it's not just Calvin Harris. It's not just Cage the Elephant. It's not just Grandson. Alice in Wonderland is going to be here. Imagine. Just picture me right now. Seriously. Well, I saw it when you when you looked at the lineup. So. Hi. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Oh my God. I don't think people in our building here fully articulate like how big of a freaking deal this lineup is for me. Uh, you almost gave me a heart attack. I, I didn't know. I was like, who got traded? What just I happened? I had to take a hot lap around our building. I had to slam into a couple of walls because I got so overstimulated. I always look for certain names when I when I see lineups come out, and I was just so shocked to see hers. And, like, she's my favorite EDM artist. I haven't seen her since I uh, at my last music festival, at least that wasn't here in Vegas, in Buku, in New Orleans in 2018. And she's dropping a new album, all of that. And I mentioned grandson who is a, a huge artist for me i have vinyls of, of his i'm super excited to f- see him for the first time ever cage the elephant is a great white buffalo performer group for me i've loved them for for over a decade and i've never seen them and and we're just nine getting started and nine headliners this is impressive we got just off the top in terms of, like, top billing. Again, this is the Life is Beautiful Festival. Tickets are going to be going on sale on March 18th this Friday, so a day before the 19th, the actual festival, September 16th to the 18th. Arctic Monkeys, Calvin Harris, Gorillas, Lord, Jack Harlow, Kygo, Migos, Cage the Elephant, Beach House. 
No, this is this those pretty are major. just the headliners. Those there was are no just life the is beautiful ones. last year. Or no, was there it? was, there was. Okay. It was, it was such a great uh, um, show too. Especially I, needed, right? I got to see Purity Ring for the first time. I and that was like on a, on a smaller side stage. I had like literally a, a religious moment during that, and that was like after <laughs> I went and saw Glass Animals. Before, I mean, Heat Waves had just taken off, but I. I I didn't realize how expansive their back catalog. It's that's probably the band or group that I've really sat in the most this year, listened to the most is, is probably Glass Animals. I saw Ludacris, I saw uh, Black, I saw the eclecticness. T-Pain. The eclecticness of the lineup is well, very, and that's what life good. is beautiful is like. Life is beautiful is kind of a catch all for all of different music genres like it's not just an edm festival like there's a very distinct difference between life is beautiful and say edc las vegas like edc las vegas is straight up we're just doing every electronic group under the sun yeah versus life is beautiful you you have a little bit more of a of a genre bender type of event you have young nudie who is a dude who's like an underground he's an underground like very street rapper. Yep. Um. So that's impressive. And then I, I big boys to, hanging out. Have you ever seen Big Boy perform ha- no. even just by himself? No, I want to go. Nah, you definitely need to see his set. Shaggy. Even, even Shaggy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Shaggy. Shaggy showing <laughs> en- up. Enough being Charlie said. Charlie XCX said the sky rehab. Yo, she's thick. Yeah, is she? You're a fan. <laughs> Yo, I stumbled upon her Instagram one day, yeah, uh, and I instantly just happened to go follow. into your algorithm, huh? It's yeah, all those I, I wonder why. I love. Um, I've seen rehab. Uh, I think I saw him up in Montreal. Uh, said this guy, I, I'm a fan. It's a little bit uh, too chill for me. A little bit too emotional for me. I'm like, Elenium is basically <laughs> where I go. Where it's yeah. like I want to go for the feels, but and and it's very. Um, I don't know. It's very orchestral and, and very large, but like said, the sky is is like let's go chill in a meadow and, and hang out with the vibes. Uh, One of the more interesting things for me, mm-hmm. um, and for, once again, the tickets go on sale on Friday, March eighteenth, which is also the release date of Hip Hop's Underground, curated by me on our Odyssey app. Yeah, so uh, we're talking music, exactly. And one of the one of the dudes that you'll hear on my playlist, and also who will be at Life is Beautiful, is Isaiah Rashad. Um, And if you don't know, it was about three weeks ago. It was a really strange situation where he was, someone hacked his phone, Mm. and basically he was outed as being bisexual um, because some of the videos that were released showed him with men. Um, And also it wasn't (gasps) just like a... devastating. Yeah, it was one of these rare instances where, you know, usually this happens with females all the time. Yes. Um, And this was not only like was it with another man, well, um, you're getting hacked and you're getting outed. Yeah, that's, and that's a complete, that's just. The the videos were rather intense from what I was told. And then also the one thing that kind of made, bummed me out is I've been lucky enough to interview him yeah. and be around him a couple times. And, you know, one of the interviews that I had with him, he brought his his wife and his kid. Um, so there's a lot of situations in on, well, and maybe they have an agreement. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, we don't know. Not we don't, my life. Yeah, yeah. We don't know anybody's situation, no. but since that video has happened, um, the labels come out and a lot of people have come out to support him, but he actually hasn't said anything. Um, so this will be one of the first public appearances. So I kind of want to see what happens, what he says, how that's going to go. Um, so have to say anything. Nah, true. But and I'm happy to see that he's like, nah, I'm gonna be out here. My album, his album's fantastic. You'll hear it on Hip Hop's Underground. Um, so yeah, like I said, super eclectic uh, lineup, mm-hmm. and it's well, just good Cara to see. Is showing up, Big Wild, Rico Nasty, Griffin. I'm a huge fan of Griffin. Rico Nasty fan. shows are wild. She's uh, yeah, 
Yeah. She's a crazy gal. She is. Yeah, there's just some props always involved. Um, very high energy. It, it sucks as I was gonna be like, That's she's Allison. a female. Allison yeah. will probably break out her cello. You know what sucks is that like I wanted to be like, yo, Rico Nasty. She's like the equivalent of the female Travis Scott in terms of energy oh. for a show. And now that definitely has a different connotation for over sure. what's happened. Yeah, I uh I, I'm really excited for this lineup. And I, I couldn't be a bigger fan of of this festival and it's and it's because like I've been to to like kind of the full spectrum of it, where you you have where it's just people are just there to basically do drugs and listen to music. There's 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 the festivals that are a little bit there to be more family friendly, like sit in the in the grass on a on a blanket, come see a couple of artists that are that there's music artists and like other street artists and stuff. And then like Buku was probably my first experience where it was like kind of a more full service full experience because just New Orleans is just a different type of art yeah, city, and that's what they do. Yeah, but life is beautiful. I, I, again, I think they do it the best. And a lot of it has to do with just the way that the quote unquote venue is set up because Buku for all of its great uh, artists that it's able to attract. And then the city as amazing as it is, like we had to cross these train tracks and we got stopped for 30 minutes. And so I wasn't sure if we were going to make it to the set in time. And I almost missed the greatest set of all time, which was like snails and boogie tea into Alice in Wonderland, like literally face melting in a warehouse where they were storing a bunch of carnival stuff. Like it was really weird, really creepy, but it was awesome. And it was one of the best music experiences I've ever had. But like here they shut down downtown. And and it's not Fremont. Like, I love Fremont, but Fremont ain't downtown. Like, downtown Vegas Arts District, Vegas, like, during Life is Beautiful, there's nothing like it. Because it's just, the murals are there all the time. There's art and and culture and and palpable buzz there always. But it's a special addition during those times. Like, it's never the same. It's never the same corridors. It's never the same artists. It's all different things. And Obviously, art is meant to uh, be a little bit of a guide and usher through a lot of processing of our of our feelings, our thoughts, and our world. And so, to be able to have some of my most favorite artists that mean the most to me be in the lineup included this year is going to be huge for everything. And I'm I know, glad you still have a voice after you saw the announcement. Oh yeah, yeah. And I know <laughs> yes. my sister and all of her friends they're they're already saying. Part two, let's do the same house, run it back again. I'm like, let's do it. I'm ready to go. I'll be out till 7 a.m. We're all good. We are here. It is truly good enough. More than enough. But we got a whole nother hour on the other side of the break. Love for the bet. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.